0: Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about what causes your insomnia. And this is the exact question that I asked the members of the insomnia support group on facebook and over 170 members participated in the poll and today i'm going to walk you through the top two causes that summed up for around about 50 percent of the votes so odds are you're going to be able to get value out of this and i'm going to share a couple of really low-hanging fruits things that you can implement into your life with joy and that will have a positive effect on your sleep quality so Before we dive into the topic, I want us all to be in the right mindset, because it is so easy to listen to a podcast like this, to watch the next video, to download a fancy tool, not to get anything out of it when it comes to our sleep quality. And I want you to actually improve your sleep quality as fast, as simple, as joyful as possible. So let's get into the mindset to really look forward to find one nugget in this podcast, one nugget that we actually want to, and with we I mean you, you actually want to implement into your life. And when are you gonna do that? Hopefully today. We want to keep up momentum, we wanna find one thing that we know will improve our sleep quality that relates to us and that we will have joy implementing into our lives. Things that I'm gonna share here today are actually quite simple to do and they're gonna bring joy into your life as soon as you start doing them. So. Let's get into the mindset of looking forward to find that one thing, and let's commit to bringing that to action today, and let's level up right away by looking forward to bring this to action, by being curious how this will feel to bring this idea to action, which you are still free to choose. Okay, but now we're gonna get going, and I'm gonna start by sharing a couple of the results from that, Paul, before we really have a look at the two main causes. So number one, of the people said they do not have a clue what causes their insomnia. And that's actually really good news because that also means that 92% of the people that participated in the poll had a good feeling of what was actually causing their insomnia. And this is important because the better we know and understand where our insomnia is coming from, the more effective we can actually work on solving that problem. So that's great. Number two, 1% of people said they were suffering from insomnia through menopause. And I thought that number should be probably slightly higher. Um, We'll add that another around about 5% said that they have hormonal issues causing that insomnia. So there might be a couple of percentage points being related to menopause here too. The third option that stood out to me was that 2% of the people voted that their wife's noises in bed, their wife's noises were causing their insomnia. And first I had a smile on my face thinking that if their wives would know about their option or the option they chose in Nepal, uh, probably insomnia would only be their second biggest problem after that. But uh, to be honest, why I'm mentioning this here is to highlight what a great place the insomnia support group is for people to open up You can share what's really going on. And obviously in our bedrooms, our partners moving around, snoring, this can induce insomnia, but it's not, or you can't take for granted that you're going to be able to share this openly without a huge amount of comments following. And the insomnia group is just this place where you can do that. So let's move on to the third biggest option with 11%. Um, And I'm just mentioning this because that is something that I personally um, saw myself faced with years ago and that caused my insomnia and that's pain. So we do not have time to walk through this option here, the the pain, um, uh, it's not really an option, the the pain topic today. That's uh, rather something that we should create an entire podcast around. But if you were to get one, hint for me how I tackled the pain topic, besides of testing like, I don't know how many uh, things, the game changer was actually to stop fighting the pain and rather openly and curiously uh, inviting the pain, feeling into the pain. And more than once that helped me to step over from being awake and slipping into sleep. That was um, a real game changer for me. And now let's dive into the top two causes for insomnia when it comes to the insomnia group members. And number two, with 20% of the votes, is overthinking rumination, a big topic. So if you're lying in bed and you have a hard time to tame your mind, so thoughts are spinning around, and these are typically, I would say 80%, for 80% of you, it's gonna be negative thoughts, things, worries, things that uh, were in the past that didn't run the way you expected or wished them to be, things that you predict into the future that might be um, causing anxious feelings, might be causing worries, might be causing anger. And, And these thoughts running on autopilot making it really hard for you to shut down and fall asleep at some point. The same is true or can also be true for exciting thoughts. So if you've, you're working in an exciting project, and you just want to move it on to the next level, then that can cause your brain to spin on and on and on on autopilot to when it's really time to go to bed. So where are the la- low hanging fruits here? And I'm gonna hand over a couple of apples for you. Let's say these low hanging fruits are gonna be apples um, that you can use and you choose which apple tastes best for you. Number one, you want to acknowledge that this behavior, the overthinking behavior, has positive effects for your life in different situations, in a different context. So if you're not going to bed right now, then it might be really helpful to overthink things, to think through things, like to phrase it a little bit more positive. That can help you to come up with better solutions and keep um, danger away. So acknowledge that. That's number 1. Number 2, decide that you deserve to shut down complete. That you deserve to have this other context like your sleep time where you don't want to overthink. Make a decision, say, "Okay, one hour before I go to bed, I want to stop doing this behavior." So, now practically, what can we do? This is all like very theoretical, right? Practically, one hour before you go to bed, you want to shut down complete or start shutting down complete, getting rid of the entertainment. Let's call it that way. We do not want to get entertained through news, through social media, through TV. You want to cut that out of your life. You want to give your brain space. So cut that out and instead what you want to do is to take a sheet of paper and a pen or a notebook and a pen and plot down your thoughts journaling plotting down brain dumping your thoughts onto a sheet of paper and you could do that for one minute two 20 minutes as long as it takes to empty your brain and that's proven to be a very effective method to tame our minds now everything is out there it's on a sheet of paper it feels completely different and if there are one or two things that you didn't want to forget you've got them on that sheet of paper uh, now And you don't have to be afraid that you're going to forget him. So you can recap on that the day after. That was number one. Number two, when you go to bed, then go to bed with the feeling of gratitude. Really tap into that feeling of being thankful that you've got your bed, being thankful that you're lying in this cozy place, that you are privileged to do so, and that is a game changer. Gratitude is just such a powerful thing. When we're grateful for things, we cannot be worried. When we're grateful for things, we cannot be angry. When we're grateful for things, we're not excited. We're in this calm, relaxed state. Very powerful. So two apples for you. Two practical apples are plotting down your thoughts in a journal and going to bed with gratitude. And other than that, avoid getting uh tapping into the entertainment trap, so get rid of external excitement, I'd say in the last hour before you go to bed, and decide that you want to tap into that last hour without overthinking. Really say to yourself, literally, I don't want to overthink. So that is the first big block. And now let's move to the cause that 28% of the voters made responsible for their insomnia. And this is, I'm just asking myself if you have an idea what it could be. Well, it's stress. Stress, a big topic, something that we really need to tackle, not only because of our sleep, but also because of our cardiovascular system and our general health well-being. So, number one, as with the last point that we discussed, it's important to acknowledge that stress is depending on the context, very helpful for us. Stress lets us perform better, faster. Stress lets us be very, very active and sensitive for things that are going on. But in the long term, stress can also really destroy our health. So we want to tackle that and bring it into perspective. And I'm gonna reach over a couple of low-hanging fruits in regards to stress to give you something that you can test that will help you to Identify when you're stressed easier and do something against that stress. And the very first fruit, the very first peach I'm going to reach over to you is to simply set a timer every 15, every 30 minutes over the course of the day. Maybe best do that if you've got one of these fitness trackers you can set up a vibration alarm. And when that thing shoots off, you just focus on your body and feel into your body if you're feeling stressed or not. and best. Take a deep breath in, one or two or three, deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. When we're stressed, we often uh, breathe too fast, too shallow into our chest. So breathe deeply into your belly. Keep your breath for a second or two, and then breathe out, exhale through your nose again, slightly longer than you inhale. And if you do that once, twice or three times, you're instantly gonna feel more relaxed and over time you will become aware of situations when you feel stressed and you can actively do the breathing or do things that will prevent that stress from happening. That's number one, very simple. Number two, and by the way, the breathing is something that you can literally do anywhere or at least nearly anywhere. You can do it when you're sitting in a meeting, you can do it sitting at your desk, you can do it driving in the car, you can literally do it anywhere. So, but now, number two, if you have a little bit more time and you're up for a meditation, then there's something called the progressive muscle relaxation by Jacobson, And this is essentially a technique where we run through our bodies, focus on certain body parts, bring tension into our muscles, and are really aware of that we're bringing tension into that muscle for like 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, And then we loosen our muscles and become aware how relaxation feels. Like it's tension, relaxation, tension, tension, relaxation. And doing that over time gives us a much better feeling for our body, makes us aware of what's going on. And at some point, odds are you're gonna notice when you become stressed. So we're not dependent on the timer that much anymore. Now our body is signaling Uh, what's going on, when it's going on, and we can intervene right away. Very powerful. Number three, and that's something that is probably not something for all of you out there, but I'm gonna share it nevertheless because it is a very, very powerful method, especially when it comes to reducing acute stress. If you're completely stressed out and you want to detox from stress, I recommend doing this method. This is the Wim Hof breathing technique. Uh, Wim Hof is also known as the Iceman. He holds I don't know how many world records when it comes to exposing his body to the cold, but he also teaches this breathing technique. Essentially, what you do is to hyperventilate for 30 to 40 breaths, and after that, you, you hold your breath for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, as long as you can hold your breath. And what technically happens, besides of giving your body a lot of oxygen, is that your sympathetic nervous system, the stress nervous system, gets activated when you hyperventilate, and afterwards, when you hold your breath, it goes right into the parasympathetic nervous system, the relaxation. And it's this mixture from stress to relaxation that is so powerful. Uh, That, at least, is my experience, and uh, I've done a lot of tests and self-experiments with this. I've got a lot of feedback from my clients about this method, very, very helpful, just not super enjoyable uh, when you start doing it. It's The breathing is a little bit, mm, yeah, hard to get used to, but if you are willing to cope with the little uncomfort of um, getting into the breathing exercise, then you're going to reap massive, massive, massive uh, positive effects. It's also a great way to go into deep meditation without the need to train meditating for years and years. Because here, we we bring together the physical effects of breathing, stress, relaxation, with the meditation aspect, and this can be very, very, uh, very powerful for you. So, um, these are the three peaches I wanna reach over to you when it comes to effectively handling stress becoming aware, tackling stress, and also I will say that you want to add the techniques that we had when it comes to overthinking, like uh, plotting down a journal, going to bed with gratitude, also very helpful to reduce stress. And that said, we went through quite a lot today. Recapping on these things, I hope that you were able With that mindset that we set in the beginning of this podcast, you were able to relate to one thing that we discussed here today. And I actually hope that we're not only able to relate to one thing, but also are really looking forward to bring that to action, to test that. I'm going to put a couple of links into the show notes, so you might wanna check those out at sleeptrust.eu or at SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all those other platforms, check out the show notes. I'm going to drop a link to a Wim Hof breathing introduction, uh, also to the uh, Jacobson muscle relaxation meditation. As always, it's up to you if you decide to implement things or not, and if you don't do so, that's completely fine. There might not have been something that relates to you today in this podcast, or you might just not be in the mood to do so. I get that. But... If you feel so excited and inspired to bring these things to action today as we intended to do, I'm really happy to get your feedback on how these things work for you. I'm also happy to help you out if there's something that you feel stuck. And I also want to mention, as knowing the cause for your insomnia is very important, I'm going to share the perfect sleep roadmap that I use to guide my clients back to superb sleep with you for free. Uh, check out the show notes at sleeptrust.eu. You're gonna find a link where you can download the Perfect Sleep Roadmap for free. And my promise for you, if you do so, that goes along with a little 10-minute video that will help you to position yourself correctly. Uh, just to give you a little bit of context, the things that we walked through here today are in the middle steps, like in step four, five, and six of this roadmap, because now we're practicing things, right? But frequently, we need to do other things first and things after that to have a process that helps us to do things consistently and with joy that will help us to sleep uh, in a way that is predictable. So if you're interested in that, check out sleeptest.eu. As said, I'm gonna share that with you for free. It comes with a 10-minute video that will help you to position yourself on that map exactly and it also comes with the promise that I will help you to figure out the one thing that you should be doing right now improve your sleep quality depending on your personal situation so definitely check out the perfect sleep roadmap as said it's free for you as a listener and with that let's wrap up this week's episode of the sleep trust podcast when it comes to the insomnia group members the two main causes for insomnia are stress and overthinking to tackle stress effectively best tap into breathing exercises as deep breathing or the wim hof method and relaxation techniques like the progressive muscle relaxation by Jacobson. when it comes to stopping to overthink you want to decide to shut down complete one hour before you go to bed starting off by brain dumping your thoughts into a journal and by practicing gratitude when you hit the bed and don't forget that the best time to start these things is today Also, feel free to download the perfect sleep roadmap that will guide you from where you are right now back to superb sleep step by step by step. And that said, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about how to release bad sleeping habits. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at EU. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.